Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. everybody this is episode 310 310 of your scope program hey i hope everyone had a great christmas or whatever holiday you celebrated um we are back and ready I think to give, given the limitations of the calendar it probably is only uh christmas that has uh, happened recently yeah oh oh uh adam is Uh-oh. sneaking we've into a, we've got a bandit <laughs> look at him it's walter white <laughs> Oh, Jared, give me a good Walter oh, White line. God, why is this even funny? <laughs> I'm the one who knocks. You're goddamn right. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Uh, we, yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're, I'm, just, I'm just so stunned. We are just about, what, a few days away from 2022 after one of the most positive, uplifting years in the history of humankind. So yeah, exciting. Yeah, we thought, uh, we thought 2020 couldn't be any worse and then 2021 happened and i would say 2021 is probably categorically better than 2020 agreed it's, that wasn't a great year right still not a great year and who knows what's going to happen in 2022 small miracles though my tootsie pop has lasted an entire week and i'm still Jeez, Jared, you just didn't put it you didn't put it away you just left it at your desk you're like i'm coming back a week later i'm gonna work on that tootsie pop i've just been uh yeah. just a couple looks now and again during the work day just to keep myself going um, at this rate, Jared's Tootsie Pop might last longer than um, our Republic. So that's uh... <laughs> that, that's that's how they're branding them now. You know. Yep. yep. Well, something that we often do at the end of the year is we take a look back at the things that appealed to us, right? Whether it be pop culture or politics or our favorite uh, COVID variant. <laughs> Who doesn't have a favorite at this point? <laughs> I'm, I'm a beta man myself, but. Yeah. Yeah, the, the I understand sort of, if you want the OG alpha, you want to go for that. The understated beta, you know. There was big hopes that it was going to just come in and just knock your socks off, but it kind of faded. Yeah. Delta got all the all the headlines and now Omicron. Yeah. Omicron? Omicron? I don't know how you say it. Delta's probably so powerful. So probably should skip that one too, huh? Yeah. I was going to say Delta's so powerful that it actually killed frequent flyer miles for a good chunk of people. Did it really? Well, the ones that died. No, well, oh. the fact that the Delta is now not giving frequent flyer miles on on bargain seats was a was sort of the joke that I was going for, but not a great joke. I'm a loser. Thank so, you fun fact, just because you mentioned that, I just watched a video today, um, and by today I mean a week ago, and probably more <laughs> than that, given the time we're recording it. I anyway, even, I watched this video right now. I watched this video about how how uh, how. Uh, uh, airlines are essentially banks now, and actually, their their rewards programs are worth more than their airlines themselves. There, that's all. There's money to be made there. Wow, yeah. But they actually. So you ever wonder how you get uh, miles from like uh, associate companies? Like you rent a car, you get miles. You buy something on a credit card, you get miles. They actually, um, those companies have to buy the miles from the rewards programs, and so that's how they make money off of it. So if you get a credit card that's a Delta Rewards card or whatever, 
that credit card company is actually paying Delta to buy those miles to give to you. Boy. There you go. Just a little fun fact for you. Yeah, I mean, it seems Adam, like it's it doesn't seem depressing on the on surf on the surface of it, but in some ways it does seem sort of weird and creepy. It Am is a little creepy, and, and this was this was this video was sort of couched in the um, how did the airlines um, manage to secure their bridge loans during the early days of the pandemic when travel was gone, mm-hmm. um, and they what they did is they put their rewards companies up as collateral because they were worth more than the airlines themselves. There you go. Jeez. The more you know. And, and they get a little bailout while they're at it. Sure. Well, let's stop talking about airlines and start talking <laughs> about the things that we that moved us that we enjoyed in terms of pop culture in the year of 2021. Um, let's start with music. Uh, and I asked you guys to prepare by taking a look at your Spotify uh, most listened to list. You know, Spotify puts together their big... You know, I don't. I don't even know what it's called, but it's the the thing where it's sort of Spotify Wrapped, I believe. Spotify Spotify Wrapped, exactly. They they kind of give you this multimedia presentation in terms of the types of music that you listen to, your favorite songs, how you compare to others, blah 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 blah. It's kind of fun, actually. Uh, they've been doing that for a few years. So I asked the two of you to take a look at that list and pull a few tracks off of it that uh, would qualify as some of your most listened to tunes of the year. Um, Adam, you've been quiet. Hmm. You were abandoned earlier. You were trying to sneak out of here with the money with the big dollar symbol on it, dollar sign symbol on it. What uh, what music did you listen to? Uh, I don't have Spotify, so uh, I had to use uh, Apple's not even close to as good uh, replay right. service. Uh, it's very bad. I um, saw I saw a few stories like, "Hey, you don't have you don't have Spotify." This is what you can do with Apple. It's like this whole stupid process that isn't all that yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, what did you find out? Okay. Well, I found out that, uh, not surprising to me, uh, basically my entire top 10 uh, was the uh, new album from uh, Sleigh Bells, t- uh, Texas, mm-hmm. because I played that. that album nonstop since it came out in September, October, September. Um uh, So Sweet 75 is uh, was, was the top one. I think that's like track three. Uh, two or three um, really like that song it feels uh, I was describing it to Mandy it feels like uh, it's not real some for some reason there's, there's something about it that feels like it's made up and I don't know how to describe it other than to say listen to it and, and maybe you'll understand what I'm coming from yeah I don't know how we do this without getting stricken just have to keep talking over it. It's going to be demonetized no matter what. So, right. um, so let me ask you a question, Adam. When you say it sounds like something that's not real, yeah, does that sort of fit into like the whole COVID vibe in the sense that you're listening to something that is separated from the reality that we are in right now? Or no, is that, is that too deep? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even uh, apart from the rest of the album, it's just it, there's something, and I don't mean like un, not real, like manufactured. I mean like just something about it just was eerie or strange. Or I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but I just I really liked it. That album is great. That whole album just it's short. I think it's like 39 minutes, and it just I had days where while I was working, it just looped and looped and looped. And I have a a HomePod right next to my. Um, 
Boy, you're really here. into the ecosystem, aren't you? Well, when you get them half off, it's uh, it's, it's yeah. reasonable to <laughs> to to be. And I uh, this is the year that I uh, split the Apple One plan, uh, Premier plan, with my five other uh, you know family members. So we uh, we all have all the services, but we're only paying five dollars a month or whatever. The, yeah. That'd that be great if you could that. get in on that. That's a good deal. Yeah. Um, so like that album a lot. Um, I'll say. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo's album, um, especially the first half of it, is very good. Um, mm-hmm. Brutal um, being a, the opening track. I'm sure it's on a lot of people's uh, you know, most listened to songs. Um, I have that one. Uh, this new War on Drugs album that just came out. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I really like that album. I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. I, yeah. I really feel like he, the War on Drugs guy, whatever his name is, um, is just sounds a lot like Bruce Springsteen. Um, but for some reason, I really like basically anything he puts out. So the album's called I Don't Live Here Anymore. The first single is called I Don't Live Here Anymore also. And uh, I really, really like that song. And for the second straight year, appearing in my top 10, ironically at first, but definitely not anymore because I genuinely like the song, Feel Like I Do by Vin Diesel. Um, what? <laughs> I love this song. I don't know why. I listen to it a lot <laughs> and i wish i could explain it um if you've never seen it there is a video of him uh, of kelly clarkson playing it to her virtual audience and they're all like awkwardly like dancing you know on their they're on you know displays and there's one guy who just really gets into it and he's like really awkward looking and uh i, I want to meet that guy and say thank you because i don't think without him i don't think i would have ever listened to the song so crazy. That one surprised me. He really he sings he sings from back here. It's so great. <laughs> the song? It slaps. It slaps, huh? Let the beat drop. Here we go. I was hoping for more of a beat drop. It was, a, right. it was, it was sort of a secondary beat drop. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Anything else, Adam? Uh, Deadline by Group Love. Uh, there's mm. every, every single Group Love album has. Uh, I dislike basically most of the album, but and there will be one song that I really like. Uh, Deadline is just an awesome song. They scream through half of it, and then they all crack up at the end of it. Uh, I really want to like every Group Love song because they seem fun, but for some reason, most of them just don't click with me. But this one really, really does. Deadline, it's really good. Is that off the Healer album? Uh, I closed iTunes. Or so This Is This. Potentially... <laughs> no, it's off of This Is This. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, you know, really expected uh, uh, Lord to be on this list, but uh, I don't know if it was the production of that or what, but boy, I did not like that uh, that album, unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't. I'm sort of with you on that. That one was a strange... A strange album to come back to for her. Yep. Jared? After, I'll say, after her amazing appearance on Hot, Hot Ones. Yeah, she was great in Hot Ones. Man. Jared, what do you got? Um, I would say for the most part, a very uninteresting year in music for me, just because I didn't really explore. I didn't really seek out a lot of albums. There were, there were albums that were new that I liked. Um, I just didn't really spend any time with them. Uh, Spent a lot of time with podcasts, uh, 
um, and spend a lot of time just putting music on shuffle just in the background, just mm-hmm. kind of fill the noise or fill, fill the silence, I should say. Um, so it's probably no surprise that my Spotify wrapped um, featured the same top two bands as it did the previous year, which is uh, Weezer and Foo Fighters. Um, both had new albums this year, and so it's not surprising that uh, a good selection of the songs off those albums um, made it onto my top Spotify list. Number one song is uh, all my favorite songs from Weezer off their, uh, their early album. They actually had two this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the early, I think it was a January release, um, okay, human. Bit of a soft lead in there. Come on, get up, Rivers. Um, I actually, um, they did a live stream. I guess not really a live stream. It was streamed live, but it was pre-recorded concert from like the uh, um, the Philharmonic Concert Hall in LA. Um, that was kind of fun. They played with an orchestra for the bulk of this album, and then they did some. Some some deep or not deep cuts, but uh, favorite songs uh, of the past, kind of with the orchestra, which was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. So mm-hmm. that was a nice little uh, pandemic treat for me. I saw them sing this song at the the concert during uh, yeah. late sure summer. Late summer, yeah. Good show. I'm sorry. I'm assuming yeah. they probably yeah. played a lot more of their uh, arena songs off their second album. Yeah, you. They didn't disappoint in terms of yeah. what they played. and talking at the same time. Uh, the other album would be um, uh, Medicine at Midnight from Foo Fighters, which came out, um, I don't remember, a couple, few months after that. Um, got a few selections off of that. I'd probably say the song I, l- I listened to the most was the lead single, uh, Shame Shame. It's a real good drum beat to kick off. Sort of struck me initially as, a, as a, kind of a different Foo Fighters song because it doesn't really have that super heavy guitar um, chorus lift to it like a lot of their hits do but I think some of the other songs that came later on the album do have that but I didn't like this song initially when I first heard it um, I think they might have debuted it like on SNL when they were on there um, before the album was released and I hadn't heard it before I didn't really like it live but then I went back and listened to it and I really like it there you go Jared are you going are you planning to go to the concert I bought tickets, so yes, I am planning to. Look at you. It's on my birthday, and I thought, this is a sign. I should go see them. I haven't seen them since 1998. Did you? I did not get tickets. Um, I decided maybe if I'm going to go to a a concert this year, it'll be Haim instead. Haim's. Haim? Haim. Haim Haim supporting Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza. So my concert calendar, or I should say event calendar, because it's not all concerts next year, is actually filling up is the wrong word, but there are a number of events. So I've got like the Letterkenny live show in March. Um, I think in April is the twice rescheduled They Might Be Giants show. I'll be. Th- I'll see. You, I'll see you there. Fitzgerald, right? You're at mm-hmm. that one, or you at the mm-hmm. first half show? Um, and then um, within like ten days of each other, I've got Weird Al Yankovic in July, and then Foo Fighters on in August. So. Do you think all these concerts are actually going to happen? Absolutely. 100% okay. they're going to happen. Okay, Why cool. wouldn't they? I concerts mean, have been happening for, for uh, six, yeah. seven months. They'll okay. just keep requiring vaccines, yeah. right? Fair enough. Fair enough. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. They have to happen because they're booked and they're, I mean, our governor doesn't have emergency powers anymore to shut anything down. Yeah, so, so it'll things, go. Things are happening regardless. All we can do is try to be safe. Yep. Mask up, vaccination, vaccination bada bing, bada boom. Yep. So, uh, are you done with your music picks, Jared? Yeah, I mean, the rest of it is just a smattering of 
those are the two notable albums. Again, like I said, I, there was a lot of albums I listened to, like Church's Head and New Album, which I liked, but I, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you a single song off there that is my favorite. Um, I just I like them, you know. And the rest of my my Spotify list is a lot of uh, a lot of go to songs from the from the nineties. Honestly, I mostly right. listen to a lot of nineties music. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I went back and looked at my Spotify list, and a lot of it was similar to what you said, Jared, in terms of. The stuff that I listened listened to in 2020 it kind of carried over into 2021, and I will say, generally speaking, it was my music was probably 90% podcasts. Or sometimes I just would sit depressingly, just sit in silence. Like I didn't want to listen to music, I didn't want to listen to podcasts. If I went out and exercise, then that that's when I would go out and and you know turn on Spotify. But there were a few things that popped up. Um, I will say that I really loved Bulipa in 2020, and that carried over, but I'm not really counting her just because it's old news, right? Uh, but a lot of the music I listened to was kind of like churches in the sense that you've got kind of poppy, female-fronted bands. Um, so my second favorite, second most listened to song was by a band called Cannons, and it's a song called Bad Dream. And this is a three-piece from L.A. with a female singer and a, a couple of dopey dudes in the background. And it's just like kind of cool, chill out music with a pop vibe. And they did a lot of cool music videos in 2021 that kind of embraced the whole pandemic, you know, like, you know, it just seemed like it was from a different world. So when Adam, you were talking about listening to music that didn't sound real, that's sort of, that's sort of the vibe on us. But it's just straight ahead, sort of indie pop music with the electro vibe and pretty common but i liked it in that vein of churches and then my most listened to song well, real quick i just want to okay. interject real quick because you reminded me of of talking pandemic stuff sorry um it didn't make the list but probably the the album that i listened to the most would probably be the soundtrack to bo burnham's uh, special from Netflix. oh sure yeah a lot of a lot of great songs on there so. Absolutely. anyway continue so the this is going to be a weird thing um do you guys watch rick and morty no Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I've, everyone tells me I should, but in a Szechuan recent... sauce. All right, guys. What's that? Szechuan sauce. Oh yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in a recent episode, uh, the band Tennis did a mm-hmm. song for Rick and Morty called "Borrowed Time," and I just heard it and like instantly fell in love with this sad sort of heartbreaking song that was just really beautiful and i've liked tennis for years and it just seemed like a strange mix but i probably listened to this song like 20 times in two days it just for some reason it really struck me beautiful did you see this episode adam yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like. Uh, Can you the... give us context around it? Because I don't have no this idea. Is... Like, <laughs> Rick and Morty broke up oh, okay. uh, in the so last it's two episodes. Those two. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like played all you know melancholy like. Right. Um, I, pic- I can picture the 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 show even though I have no idea what it's about, but I can see these two weird characters like in a montage walking away from each other or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, Shane, I worry about how um, your toxic fandom would interact with the Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty fandom, 
itself. So I, I think you should stay away from stay it. Stay away from it. I would totally yeah. ruin it. Yeah. I've, I've actually seen a few episodes and I enjoy it. But generally speaking, my wife doesn't like animated shows. So I tend not to watch them and things slip by. So Rick and Morty is one of the victims. Favorite movies or TV show and or TV shows, Adam. Anything that stand out for you on your list? Um, Jared mentioned Bo Burnham. Um, the the soundtrack's awesome, and I, I really like the Netflix special. Um, mm-hmm. I just like what he did with it. I have like tangentially been aware of and seen Bo Burnham stuff, uh, you know, over the last fifteen years or whatever that he's been, you know, an internet YouTube comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but never like to the, this extent. And it, I, I've rewatched that special like five or six times, which is just not something I, I do. Um, yeah. But, it's really impressive what he was able to pull yeah. off. Yeah. Like, like as, really it's creative like, use of the space and the lighting. And... Yeah. And I don't know like how genuine his like <laughs> mental breakdown is in that, you know, sure. I'm sure some of it is right. Some of it's probably played up a little bit, but it's like also just an interesting like view into someone who, you know, has depression, has anxiety and, and you know, his whatever artistic ways of, of expressing that. Um, the one movie I got to see in the movie theater this year is uh, a great choice. I, I feel like F nine. Uh, I I genuinely like that movie. <laughs> it seems to be a very wow interesting theme going on with you, Adam. I love that. I that franchise is awesome. Um, is fire. Don't apologize for what you love. No, yeah, no, of course not. Especially um, nowadays, love yeah. what you love. Um, I uh, I did I did. So speaking of animated things, the Mitchell uh, Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, what's, uh, yeah, that's Netflix. supposed to be really good. I like it a lot. Um, I would 100% recommend seeing it. As as Mandy and I were watching it, we were like, "Who is this for?" Because it's like an, it's animated, and it's like in they talk about it's like the same studio or people that did um, uh, Spider Verse. Mm-hmm, the style mm-hmm. is very different, but it has like a similar like uh, kinetic busyness like the, to the it. energy of it. Yeah, yeah, but like the jokes are all like for us but it seems Hmm. like it's four teenagers um, and then it's like a family thing and there's an apocalypse and uh, anyway. um, Yeah. I thought it was great. And I'll say my, my Marvel pick just to be off the beaten path a little bit because I liked all of them other than uh, winter soldier Um, hit monkey. um, I watched a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and it is on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yep. 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 Uh, Jason Sudeikis plays the the main speaking character, uh, the, the one that's not a monkey, and it's strange and yeah. just weird. I'd never heard of of the you know the Hit Monkey comic before. I, re- I really liked watching it, so that'll be that's my my TV. Pick. Okay, I haven't gotten to that one yet. I really enjoyed Modok. Did I you? That was really <laughs> so I, I did. Just, yeah, I I couldn't. It's like I like everyone in this. I should like this more, and it just d- didn't. I don't know. It didn't it didn't do it for me for some reason. That's um, fair. Yeah. Jared, give me give uh, me some picks. Are we, are we talking movies, TV? What are we talking? You mix them together. No, oh, I can't mix them together. Let's okay. just stick to one category. Start with movies. We'll do movies. Um, I didn't get to. Uh, I didn't see a lot of movies this year, which is kind of weird because I do <laughs> generally see more. Um, I mean, obvi- for obvious reasons, we did manage to get out and see a couple in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them made my list. Um, all of the ones on my list are 
the uh, our big budget movies that um, were on HBO Max. Uh, my number one movie, and it's not even close, is Dune from this year. I love that movie. I love Denis Villeneuve, and um, I think he just had a an incredible vision for this film. I executed it greatly, and I'm very happy that we're getting another film in the series. So I very much look forward to that. Although it's probably going to be two or three years before we see it, at least two. Um, um, I also really like the Suicide Squad, uh, James Gunn's uh, version of it, and uh, I just thought it was just a really interesting mix of characters, some unexpected twists and turns, um, very, very violent, um, and I'm, I really look forward to the Peacemaker series coming in January. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. Um, and this one uh, is probably not, I don't know how a lot of people felt, I think I actually know how a lot of people felt about it, but I don't know that there's a lot of people... Uh, in the camp that really liked it, and uh, that is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Surprisingly, I I watched this um, late the Thursday night it came out with Romeo, friend of the show, and some other friends. Um, we had a uh, a conference call up, and we would pause during the chapter breaks and kind of discuss it. Um, and it was a late night, and this movie's like three and a half hours long, so it was a bit of an experience, and maybe that is... Um, coloring my impression of the film but i have since watched it a second time and i think it's it's not for everyone and i don't think it's perfect film but i think it is hugely better than the theatrical release by leaps and bounds and i think it it does pay off a lot of the promise of the zack snyder's the zack snyder films uh that came before it if that's your thing if you can't stand those films zack snyder's justice league is not going to change your mind um, cause it's kind of more of the same. In fact, it's probably like the ultimate expression of that style of filmmaking. And if you like it, then it's great. And if you don't, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, and I think I might fall into that camp that you're talking about, Jared. Yeah. So might not be worth my time. I saw a handful of movies in the theater. I saw a handful on HBO max and other, and other, streaming outlets, but I think my favorite movie that I saw um, was probably A Quiet Place 2. I knew it. I knew that would be I really like that movie. I thought it was exceptionally done. And I also like Dune, by the way. I'm with you there, Jared. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if I would have seen Dune in the theater to really, you know, see it in its true form, that that might be number one. Because I like, I always liked how Dune sort of felt, it sort of felt like the new Blade Runner movie in that sense. Like there's this grand scope and vision but it doesn't always have to be loud you know sometimes you can linger on things and that's what was great about dune but going back to a quiet place too it just was i'm not going to say more of the same but it certainly was very very similar in a lot of ways but it pushed the story forward acted very well and uh i'd highly recommend that one if you haven't seen it someday jared you can come over and see it with us yeah, I'd like to watch the first one again just yep. to refresh myself. But so, and then, you can then, already buy Dune on iTunes. It's going to cost you thirty bucks. But yeah, it's turn, it. turned around. And I'll just jump into TV shows, and then we'll just do reverse order. Jared, you can go after me, and then Adam. But I have a, a fairly robust list of TV shows, and so many that I have not seen that you guys are going to mention, and I'm going to feel bad for not seeing. But uh, looking at my list, I've got Only Murders in the Building. I came to that a little late, but I think that was fantastic. Steve Martin, I'm super Martin. late to that. I haven't seen Martin, it yet, but I, it's Martin, on my list. Martin Short. I loved it. Um, the White Lotus, I thought was really, really good. Um, the Haters Be Damned, Ted Lasso this season was was still a really fun watch. Um, There's success- haters? 
Succession finished up and the season finale was bonkers and really, really fantastic. And for anyone that complains that that show doesn't didn't really go anywhere this season, they're, that's not the point. And it certainly goes somewhere in that last episode. Um, I liked WandaVision. Um, Loki I liked, but I think my favorite Marvel show so far is, and it's not complete, is I like Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye has been fantastic. Uh, it really shapes that character in a way that none of the movies ever did. Jared and I have talked about this, Adam. Yeah. How just Hawkeye has been, you know, was wasted essentially in the first the first Avengers movie and some of his other appearances. And this is the character that I wish that he could have been um, through a lot of the movies. But I think my favorite show of the year is um, a Netflix show called Midnight Mass. And that is done by the the people that did The Haunting of Hill House. And essentially, it is a vampire tale that takes place on an isolated island. Um, and it's it's certainly a horror movie, but it it really gets deep into like religion and life and death and what happened what what you think might happen to you when you die. And it was surprisingly like poignant and and deep, and it really like hit me hard in some in some ways that no other show has like made me think about and, and maybe even vocalized and, and verbalized things about living and dying that I've never really thought about. And uh, it was, it was definitely the show that stayed in my brain for a lot longer than any other thing that I've watched. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people probably don't like it, but boy, I thought that it was really thought provoking and, and well done. Jared. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to list off a bunch of stuff, but I'm going to start with what I think are my two favorite shows of the year. Um, you already listed one of them, Succession. Succession season three has been phenomenal. Just, and it's this, it's not a show about plot. It's a show about character. So if anyone who, who, who sits there and gripes that the show didn't do anything, it didn't go anywhere. That's not the point. The point is the characters and why they make the decisions they make and the psychology behind it. And it's just, it's a fantastically crafted show from, the sound to the cinematography to the performances to uh, just editing it's it's a great show my other second favorite or my co-favorite i should say is the one that i've been harping on you to watch shane and that is uh, uh hbo max original hacks yeah it's on totally on you my gotta list. see hacks hacks is phenomenal it's about um it's uh what's her name i can't even i already forgot her name but jean smart jean smart. smart she's uh she's like an aging uh comedian playing in uh, las vegas uh she's got her diehard fans but uh her show is becoming a little bit tired and stale, and it's not really turning out the uh, attendance that it used to be. So the the, the hotel that's hosting her is uh, basically uh, saying, wrap it up. We're going to get some fresh shows in there. And so in order to sort of um, keep her career going, she brings on a young um, writer to help spice up the routine. And it's the show's all about how those two get along and the things that happen along the way. It's funny. It's pointing. It's smart. Um, no pun intended. Um, fantastic show. I look forward to the second season. All right. The rest of the bunch that I really, really enjoyed. Um, we got a bunch of eight, uh, Apple TV Plus shows. Uh, I know people don't want another streaming season or uh, service, but you're sleeping on Apple TV Plus. For $5 a month, there are a lot of great shows on there. And there, it was a, wasn't a lot early on, but it's now there's just you could get it for a couple months and you'd have some great, great things to watch. A few of them you can watch. I really liked Foundation Season 1 based off of the Isaac Asimov series. Um, a lot of people don't like because it it's not always faithful to the books. I haven't read the books, don't care. Um, I think it it does 
big minded sci-fi pretty well um, with enough action to keep you interested I think um, I really liked Mythic Quest season 2 uh, season 1 was fantastic season 2 just more of the same and, and great great funny stuff I really like For, Ma- For All Mankind uh, this is the alternate history show where uh, Russia won the space race and the US played catch up season 2 goes into the 80s um, so you got a lot of that 80s uh, vibe which is a lot of fun season 3 is going into the 90s get on board it's a great great show I want to uh, what's that I want to yeah, it's good. Uh, what else? I really like um, Disney Plus. I like WandaVision, and I really like The Bad Batch. I'm excited that we're getting another season mm, of that. Forgot about um, that. That was a, a lot of fun. Um, oh, I forgot when we were talking uh, uh, HBO Max, um, the first half of The Nevers season one. Um, I think we're getting the back half. I'm not sure when production starts on that. It was sort of uh, a COVID shutdown slash a Joss Whedon is off the show shutdown. <laughs> So we got the first six episodes. The back half of the season is supposedly coming. Um, this is like the uh, early 1900s uh, Elizabethan um, women in corsets have magic powers. Uh, I think it's really smart, really uh, clever, fun show. I really enjoyed that. Um, probably my number one comedy of the year is What We Do in the Shadows on FX. Mm. Season three just wrapped. Another one you need to watch, Shane. It's okay. so incredibly funny and yeah, it's one you got to pay attention to. Put the phone down. There's just things happening all the time. Little asides. It's, it's great. Um, and also um, on Hulu, The Great Season 2. Um, this is the not entirely true story of Catherine the Great. Uh, it's got Nicholas Holt. It's got, um, what's her name? <laughs> A terrible with actors' names. Um Anyway, look it up on... on you, 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 it's a great show. Um, it's very Zendaya. raunchy. It's, no, it's not Zendaya. Um, she was in Super 8. Or no, eight millimeter. No, not one of those two. Eight millimeter. <laughs> very different movies. Yeah, they are very different movies. Sorry, uh, it's not for kids at all. It's very raunchy, very adult, um, but also very funny and very clever. Recommend that highly. And I want to give a special nod this year in 2021 to music documentaries. There were a oh, lot sure. of really great music documentaries. Yeah, we Didn't mention the Beatles, right? Um, you've got the one that everyone should watch: the three-part Get Back uh, series on Disney Plus. Fantastic. But also don't forget, we had over the summer, we had McCartney 321 mm-hmm. on Hulu with uh, um, Paul McCartney and Rick Rubin just going through his catalog of songs. And the things that he recalls about those sessions are just amazing. You should watch that. Um, I also like on Apple TV Plus, watch The Sound with Mark Ronson. Um, I think it was six or eight episodes. Each episode sort of deals with a one particular aspect of uh, music recording. Like there's an autotune episode. There's a drum machine episode. Um, Mark Ronson seems like he's a bit of a weird dude, but he's also pretty compelling in this series. Um, I would recommend that. And one that I'm still working my way through, um, haven't watched it in a few months, but I want to get back to it. Um, and that's, uh, 1971. It's just a multi-part mm. documentary, um, about the music of 1971 and how it sort of changed the culture. So, and they have a, they have a hit parade podcast that ties into that as well. If you haven't listened to that, Doc, you know, getting specifically into the charts of the, that music, uh, Adam, before we throw it over to you, I'm going to ask Jared one question. Yep. I feel like this season of, <laughs> this is weird, but like the Great British Baking Show yep. was one of the most satisfying, perfectly timed, you know, comfort food shows where I can't say that there were that many other shows that I watched this year that made me happy and content, as happy and content as that one did. So I feel like that deserves a special shout out. We would um, often do uh, a one-two punch of uh, drama with um, Project Runway, uh, followed by an episode of Great British Baking Show. 
Um, it was sort of like you get that tension from the drama of Project Runway, and then you sort of just mellow out with some bacon. It was a nice, a nice one-two punch, punch uh, on on the weekend for us. Yeah, uh, I'm sure a billion people have said this already. Bake Off is El Fanning. Uh, that's who it is. It is a it is a perfect uh, <laughs> end to any evening. You are never left wanting. I mean, maybe you're like, oh, I wish that Freya had done better so she didn't get kicked off so early in the season. Yeah, you try yeah. Her, Who never knows her list as she's talking. <laughs> uh, um, but fry. I feel like this, uh, this season, more than any, it was like from episode two, you're like, it's going to be one of these two guys. Yeah, um, you could sense it. It was a surprise, you know, Jurgen not making it to the final. Right. But, Chegg's um, ascendant. Yeah. yeah. Jürgen, that, that was, it made it exciting, you know. Jurgen, German speaking. Uh, German speaking English, which is one of my favorite things on the planet. Anytime you do that, it makes me happy. Uh-huh. You never felt like they got it wrong. Right? Yeah. You felt like that every show turned out the way it should have in the context of the show up to that yeah. point. And I don't and- care what anybody says. Matt and Noel are fantastic hosts, and I enjoy <laughs> all of their stupidity. And if they do jokes that are a little off color, more power to them. I enjoy it greatly. So kiss it if you yeah. don't like it. Yeah. Get on the get on the baking bandwagon, folks. Adam, come on, give us some shows we've never I'll, heard of. I'll just uh, so love life show here. We still got food to eat. <laughs> we got um, another hour of shows. So. Yeah, uh, love life is like we do three shows. <laughs> not not a, a great show, but um, season two I felt like was better than season one. Um, this is the Anna Kendrick. She uh, was I was season one. Say. Oh sure, yep. And she is a no, you, you're a little Anna Kendrick now. fan, aren't you? Oh, I, I am. But she's huge. she's not the the subject of of this season um oh. instead it is a character named marcus watkins who you will look at and say who do i i know this guy but he's ripped and he has a beard who hmm. and then you're like oh it's cheaty and he looks it's nothing cheaty. like cheaty from the good place <laughs> holy cow yeah, but he was he was ripped in the good place he was but like but he didn't he, he, like he wore clothes like remember. Yeah. yeah yeah um so it's a it's the it kind of mirrors the the anna kendrick season it's just like Every episode's a different par- partner and kind of where his life takes him and, and stuff. Um, I Full of people I enjoy. Okay. Uh, the, I, the only other one I'll mention. Um, I haven't watched Elfanning it. Yet, in it? <laughs> um, I'm excited to watch. Uh, I guess this is a, a show that already came out that everyone has told me I should watch. That's Yellow Jackets. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I so want to watch that. Yeah, I don't have showtime, but I've heard good things. And... Um, I'll say then for if we recorded this next week, maybe we all would have included The Witcher because it's getting pretty good oh, season two reviews. But not that that's coming. Yeah, that's um, I. Um, I really like Henry Cavill. Um, he just seems like a a good dude, and yeah. he's like you know. I don't know if you guys know this, but he's really into video games. Uh, he talks about that constantly. Didn't he say um, he wanted to star in another video game show? Just Mass like, Effect. There, yeah, uh, the yeah. Amazon has a Mass Effect show that they're they're maybe going to ramp up. And he, he yeah, also he's liked to be Captain there. Britain. So I'm like, duh, let's do this. Let him yeah. do everything. Come on. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, maybe next year we'll have our 2022 favorite 2021 shows, and we'll all uh, include. Yellow Jackets and The Witcher Season 2 on that. Absolutely. Well, I think we've got quite a good list, so for all our listeners out there, let us know what you are interested in, and let us know if we've made some bad picks here. I'm curious to hear what Ken has to say about that. (laughs) Because he's the only one that's going to tell us. 
But guess what, guys? We've been doing this show, I think, for like four hours, and we've got another four hours of, of literally the, the event of the year to wrap it up. Part two of Scope Dope <laughs> or Scope Nope Holiday-themed food edition. Uh, we have got quite a list of delicious treats to try, and I cannot wait to do that. So if you guys agree, let's take a quick break. Let's pitch Patreon or Patron or whatever it is, Jared. I don't even know. Oh, and you'll then, know. I'll know because you'll say it. And then let's get to our food, shall we? Yeah. All right. Episode 310 coming at you right after this. Folks, I've been telling you all year. It's patreon.com slash the scope show. Be like Ken. Support the show. We've got some snacks to eat, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Back to the show. holiday-themed food edition. It returns for part two. We had so much fun last week. Eating Ikea coffees, <laughs> sugar cookie M&Ms, and seltzer nog that we said, let's do it again. Here's my feeling. To. Why not? Uh, I feel like last week's were the less good tier. If, if these are like in, in, two, in two groupings, they're the consolation bracket. We've you think some, this is the primetime stars here? That's my, that's my feeling. There's winners. Uh, just a quick recap for what we do. Jared, Adam, and I are going to sample and review a number of holiday-themed foods. For foods that we like, we're going to give it the coveted scope dope for the ones that we don't like. And we're harsh judges. It's very clear. Jared's literally giving it the, your throat is slit. <laughs> scope, nope. It's a devastating, devastating review. I'm like that native at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) I have heard that when word gets out that we've given something a scope, nope, it's pulled off the shelves immediately, never to return. (laughs) My my wife is sitting over here to the right, and she's cackling when I say that. (laughs) She's literally cackling at me right now. Um, Let's start with some delicious foods, because it's going to take us about four hours. Mm -hmm. Adam, go ahead, please, Adam. I I just want to point out, I received a recommendation okay. from other people that are in this house and said that we should start with the the um, the the cereal. Okay, well, I, it's first on my list anyway. Why don't you hold it up, you show us the package, and no, then tell us to, what I the cereal un, is. It looks un, like we're uh, looking at it through Vaseline. Yeah, I know. Here, I'll do this for a second. Uh, this Smearing is the lens for that pie toast crunch. Yes. Now, now hold up my plastic bag, toast. my drug bag of cereal here. <laughs> Apple pie toast, right? Yeah. All right. So this, so a couple years ago, we did the sugar cookie toast crunch. Um, I actually bought some of that. My my daughter loves it. Um, so I'm really excited to try this. Adam's already in. Jared, I think you can oh, argue like this isn't like Christmassy, right? No. But. Well, yeah. I mean, we it's, it sort of argues like it's apple pie, a, a holiday pie. Who knows? It so smells immediate, good. Immediately, it smells like hmm. it smells like apples. It smells like a McDonald's apple pie. I'm not getting a lot of scent off of this. I'm going to get real close. Okay, I'm eating it. Okay, there's a little better. (laughs) I'm eating it. All right, let's go in. Let's eat. Immediately you get that sort of fakey apple taste. 
Yep. It hits you hard and then it dissipates. It goes away it goes right away. away. Yeah, and then it's and then it's just cinnamon toast crunch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like it's kind of like that apple has to be in the sugar, Adam. Like the sugar yeah. melts in your tongue and then it's gone. Yeah. It's so it's like as long as you like that apple taste, mm-hmm. it's like cinnamon toast crunch plus. Yeah. That's a perfect way to describe it. I mean, it, it literally is cinnamon toast crunch, a, a hit of apple, like maybe even like the apple flavor that you'd get in like an apple and cinnamon oatmeal kind of yeah. kind of apple. Yeah. But it just it doesn't linger. It just goes away. I do wonder if it's different in milk. Yeah, that's the thing. Milk could change the equation. Yeah. I feel like the milk is going to strip away a lot of the flavor. Yeah. Um, you might have from the milk. cereal itself, but it's going to linger in the milk, so maybe it balances out. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm going to start. This is pretty good. I'm going to start in this household. Uh, my wife and I both give it thumbs up. It's a scope. Dope. Adam? Yeah. I scope. like this. Adam gives uh, it a scope dope. I haven't had Cinnamon Toast Crunch in a while. Um, maybe actually since when we had the the Christmas one, whatever that variety was called. Mm-hmm. Um, Cinnamon cookie. Yeah. Or, I like or, this. Or sugar cookie, rather. I would say... If I look at what we taught, what we did, uh, we tried last week. I'm probably not going to finish any of those. This, I'll have this for breakfast. And yeah, I'm going to this box. What do you think, Jared? I mean, it's scoped up. It's great. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's as good as maybe um, I was anticipating, given some of the uh, early praise we saw, some of the early reviews. Yeah, um, it's good though. I'm not. I'm not mad at it in any way. Yeah, I. I actually, I'm if I had my crumb, brothers, I wish that that. Desk. I wish that that apple flavor would would be stronger and yeah. would would hold on a little bit longer. That's what I think. I think it goes away too quickly. It's like you got to eat it fast to keep that well, apple you just, flavor. What you do is you just, just eat keep more. shoveling it just in. Keep eating shoveling more. your mouth. Well, keep let's move more. on. And then to when you get to the bottom of the bag, you got that powder and you <laughs> just snowplow that right in your face. You look yeah, exactly, like uh, yeah. Tony, Man- Tony Montana. So we're going on to something totally different. Um, Adam, I don't think that you have this one. No, so I found just, a different Sour Patch Kid um, Christmas thing that I didn't want to buy. Oh, was that no, what could, these things are? So could not find these. So let's go on to this. This is this is seems like a jokey thing that maybe you would put in your child's stocking if they were sort of bad. We've got Sour Patch Kids coal. Oh, they look like rabbit turds. They look they look like rabbit turds or really gross cough drops. And the fla- <gasps> the flavor on this is black raspberries. I'm assuming it's just regular raspberry, but they make okay. it black because it's coal, and it's. Looking at these, I was, it's just it looks like a Sour Patch Kid that's like a little turd. I was worried that this was going to be a bad flavor. Now I, I'm, Smell I'm, I'm on the record as a Sour Patch Kid fan, as the our candy bracket pointed out. Yes, I mean you could fan. not be stopped with that. Sour SPK Patch for life. Shall we try it? Let's go. Yes, in the, Michelle. In, Adam's already in. Down the hatch. He doesn't have it. Adam's eating cereal. No. Oh. Mm. All right. Mm. There it is. All right, so it's Sour Patch right away. I mean, there's no surprises there. This is Sour Patch Kid. It's it's Raspberry Sour Patch Candies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In coal form. In coal form. Carrie says not not that sour. Jared? I agree. That's not, I've, they're not that sour. I could do with more sour. Yeah, not maybe they mellow it because people that aren't used to Sour Patch Kids might get this in their stocking. Coal's not sour. That's why. Traditionally, Jared, coal, coal coal flavor is not sour. No. Jared, scope dope or nope? It's a tough one because you know I am, I am, I am down to clown with the SPK. 
Um, but <laughs> these are not as good as a, as a standard Sour Patch Kid, and I think it's a bit of a novelty. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go. Scope nope. Carrie, it's not bad. Can... I'm not offended by it. It's just a scope nope. Carrie gives it a. Okay. She says it's okay. It's a scope dope, but it's a a middling scope dope. Yeah. Um, I'm actually giving it a scope dope too. I mean, it's mm. something interesting. I mean, I'm, raspberry is one of my least favorite fake candy flavors, but I love gummy candies. What can I say? It's not it's not sour, but, you know, if I had this in my, my stocking Christmas morning, I wouldn't be angry at it, as you would How do you feel here. about uh, candy banana? Um, mostly, I like taffy, Laffy Taffy banana. Yeah. But beyond that, hmm. I bring it up because I also, I learned another fun fact in a video. Okay. The other day. The candy flavor banana that we are used to today is actually derived and meant to represent the flavor of how bananas used to taste when they were the monoculture known as the Gros Michel, which was wiped out by disease. We now eat the Cavendish banana, which doesn't taste like the Gros Michel, but our candy still does. Weird. Bizarre. Hey, Jared. Thank you, Johnny Harris on YouTube. Anyway. Did you give this a, a nope or a dope? I give this a nope. Okay, Simply so we, because it's not as good as a regular Sour Patch Kid. So it, I don't know if we're using Carrie as a tiebreaker. This is, our, I think, our first split, right? Yeah. Like our first yeah. even split. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, we're, we have two to one, and then you didn't, yeah. you didn't need it. Well, I'm saying, is, does Carrie count? She got a partial vote. She puts nah, it over the top. Yeah, I mean. And she's a tiebreaker, if she's necessary. A we, she's a tiebreaker if we need it. So, yeah, right. so it goes to scope dope but it's barely yep. a scope dope okay all right let's go on to the next thing mm-hmm. this one i'm scared of already uh-huh. here's the package uh-huh. i was gonna ginger. say is it is it is a little turd boy in my bag it's, here it's peeps it is <laughs> this peeps. Little thing? it is gingerbread flavored peeps Carrie, wait you adams yours has little yours has decoration on it yeah a little it's a little boy okay, mine, so just, mine doesn't have any decor mine just hold on mine has a like he has a little things around his feet He's got three dots on his belly. I'd say yours are a little bit. I think you gave me actual turd, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did give you dog turd. You know, um, peeps, like he's got peeps, a little, little, little footies, and that's it. I think peeps like kind of shrivel once they're in the air. So I wonder. Mm, if, okay, so give a whiff, Adam. Smell it. Yeah, gingerbread. I mean, it smells like gingerbread. You're not. It does. Okay, but here I have, I'll I have say a this though. My boy went to the club. He was dressed ready to go. He's got that sparkle suit on. He's ready to throw down on the yeah, dance floor. Definitely a heavy sugar component. Mm-hmm. What are your guys' general feelings on on peeps? I hate we, peeps. Yeah, I hate them. So that's killing me wrong already. Weird? What are your general feelings on marshmallows? Um, I don't like fake marshmallows like this. It's just weird. Like I like marshmallows. I hate peeps. Okay. So so the question is, thing, Adam. Even is though we on hate the package, peeps, this says three gingerbread men. Yeah. At this point, we haven't changed into people. It's gingerbread men. Yeah, it's just like weird. Okay, I'm taking a bite. I don't know how to judge it. Are we all biting the heads? Yes. No. Mm. I got so, nothing at first. Yeah. And then it kind of subtly kicked them. Yeah, that's it's a, just that. It's, a, it's like a bad. How do you make a bad marshmallow? But that's what it is. Like the texture, yeah. I don't like it. Um. Yeah, it, it, initially, I was worried there'd be no gingerbread flavor, and there because there wasn't. But it does. There come, still isn't. It, it comes at you very subtly. Not for me. This I got much no, sugar. How do I you got not no have... gingerbread off that? Ugh. It's hmm. just pointless. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm giving it a scope. Nope. This was I agree. not there. Jared, scope. Nope. 
it's it's a full scope nope across the board. Carried what a waste like of 140 calories. Thanks, yep. Shane. Sorry, man. Well, how about we move on to a candy that had some interesting success back in 2019 when we did a cinnamon-flavored Kit Kat. This time around, we've got a special holiday edition. Of course, apparently gingerbread's the hot thing, because here it is, gingerbread Kit Kat. We've got that mocha-colored cream. It's the new... uh, On the outside. It's the new pumpkin spice. Yep, it is the new pumpkin spice. I'm going to give one of these Kit Kats to Carrie. Here she is. Here's one for me. Let's open it up. We all okay, we've got I have to, to, just... I have to let you guys know this is the only one of these that I have already had. What? Yep. What's the situation? Hmm, interesting. I wanted to have a Kit Kat. Okay. So immediately, it's got that same gingerbread smell that we've smelled in other. It's it's kind of the fake. It's the yeah. Carrie says maple. It does actually have a maple. Yeah, it's definitely very maple forward. It's a it's a gingerbread maple. It's like fake gingerbread almost. Mm. I'm really mad that there's not real chocolate in this, aren't I? Let's get at it. Hmm. Okay. Gingerbread comes at you pretty fast once you actually eat it. Okay. My recollection, that, this was about a month ago where I, when I mm-hmm. had this. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Tonight, I do not like this. So I'm going to cleanse my palate. Do not like it because we've had so much gingerbread crap? Maybe. I do, I do not like gingerbread. Um, so that's, I was surprised when I tried it and I was like, I like this a lot. Yeah. Carrie, what do you say? No. Carrie gives it a thumbs down. She is a scope. Nope. I'm honestly not getting any gingerbread at all. Really? It's it's all maple in my mouth. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I don't. hmm. I would say after I've cleansed my palate, it's better, but I don't like it anymore. This is very strange. I wonder if I was just like. Super sugar deprived. Yeah, I'm sa- I'm giving it a nope too. I, gingerbread is not my favorite flavor. I think I like. Well, then the you s- should love these because there's no gingerbread here. <laughs> yeah, no, I got I got more gingerbread than you, but I get. All I think I liked as I as I. I'm getting cook. like um, a bit of honey. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe you have COVID. <laughs> I I like the cinnamon Kit Kats better that we had two years ago. As I you know what? They were right. This is this is what the vaccines do to you. Yeah. Everything turns yeah. into gingerbread. Yep. I don't. I mean, Jared? I don't hate it. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it represents what 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 I'm supposed to be getting on the package. I'm just getting so gingerbread cookie. Or, I'm a, a I'm a nope because nope. it doesn't represent. It's supposed to be gingerbread cookie, and I'm getting all maple and bit of honey. I'm oh not getting goodness. any gingerbread at all. Boy, this is a rough. We got a rough outing. This is a rough here. batch. Other we than that, that cereal. We thought this was going to be the top of the charts, but unfortunately, it's not not playing out that way. Well, let's it's go right. on to our next. I'm going to go back to this mulled wine over here. <laughs> I finished, by From the way, From last Jared, week. Jared, I finished that the raspberry mint, mm-hmm. and it was, wasn't was bad. It still didn't taste a ton like raspberry, but it it wasn't as offensive the first time around. You're not it, buying it the whole package just to get those. Yeah, it doesn't elevate it to a scope dope. Let's get okay. to it, guys. I'm excited for this one. Okay, so this one, we've got a Werther's Original mm. Cinnamon Cream Soft Caramel. So it needs to be soft. It needs to be caramel. And looking at, <laughs> cinnamon, the, I guess. Looking at the picture, it's got a little bit of like a white cinnamon swirl, almost like oh. a cinnamon roll. So let's got see. Like a the, Swiss cake roll situation. It's got yeah. creme inside. Now, you can't see the creme. 
Okay, I'm opening mine to see. I have to cut oh, it in yeah, half. Like, oh yeah, bite it's, it. it's uh, it's closed off like a burrito there. Okay, so the smell is definitely cinnamon. I'm not getting any cinnamon. I'm getting all caramel. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> so it's cre- carry like Carrie said, it is creamy inside. It's a totally mm. different texture. Yep. That's a surprise. And there's cinnamon there. That's strange. That's like a that's just mm. It's a real subtle cinnamon though. It's not a lot. But I don't want it to be too crazy. Mm-mm. Hmm. I know how At I first, feel about it. Okay. I like Werther's Originals. Mm-hmm. I like the hard candy. I like the soft ones. Mm-hmm. At first, when I bit into it, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I like it more now. I feel like there's plenty of cinnamon in there. I do too. The tea no, no. almost tastes. Some of the time, it's not. It's not too much at all. Cinnamon. It's all fake cinnamon. What do you want? Carrie, I'm going to tell you guys right now. She said, "Give me another one of those caramels." That's what she said. So, <laughs> how does it pair with the wine? How does it pair with the wine, Carrie? Delicious. Did okay, she say I'm, caramel or caramel? I don't know what she said. Okay. But she gave it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. I think it's the best thing we've had so far today. You think it's better than the, the cereal? Yeah, because I think that it actually lives up to its okay. name. The cinnamon is prevalent through it. And it's soft, and then you get that totally different creamy texture. It's not just like, it's not like white caramel. It's a cream that's in there. I like it. Jared, You're saying you if, you, if someone gave you a candy that was called actual poop, but it didn't taste like poop, it just tasted really good, you'd be upset with it? Because it doesn't yes, live up absolutely. to absolutely. Right. Whatever you said, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, I, this, is, this, is, uh, this is dope. This is a scope dope. This is a good one. Adam? It's a real balanced yeah, flavor. I, I Plenty like of it. caramel, it's... just enough cinnamon. I like that <clears throat> surprise creamy in the center. It, the, it, it is, because it's not ah. actually creamy, right? It's just like, it's a different texture in there, but like... Oh, yeah. It, it's a lighter it's, texture. It's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like um, it. It's a nice experience. I definitely, I definitely like it. It, it was just surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to um, house a bag of them. Right. I'm going to have like one or two and have I some more t- later. I don't know. 30 calories gotta, a piece? It's okay. I got to tell you guys, uh, <laughs> during Halloween, Werther's had a caramel apple treat that it was like a thin, like green apple candy, like a candy shell, and then Werther's in the center. And it was really good. And I think that Werther's is really trying to up their game, everyone. There you go. Put these together in your mouth. Caramel apple. Caramel apple. So guess what? We are now to the drinking parts. And as Mm. everyone recall, we had two Bud Light seltzers last week, and we're going to have two more today. Um, Let's start with the more obvious choice, shall we? This seems like a seltzer that you could get anywhere. A cherry in this case, it's cherry cordial, so it would be like a, almost like a chocolate covered cherry flavor, perhaps. I don't, I don't know. It's super Christmassy. That fake cherry. So, a lot of expectations here. I really need to cleanse my palate because I think that that cinnamon's going to interfere. And okay, I'm, I'm cracking it open, and I'm pouring on our side. Oh, yeah. There's oh, that cherry cordial smell. Jared's in it. Let's smell it. I have not smelled it. It smells like a chocolate-covered yep. cherry. Oh, yep. yes. It smells like a liqueur, like a chocolate-covered yep. cherry liqueur. Yep. Let's Shall we Shall we take a sip, boys? I mean, they've, na- they've nailed the smell. Okay. 
Yep, you get chocolate, you get cherry. It tastes like it, too. Not in a good way, but... Oh, yeah, that's it. It tastes like it, but it's like if you take out all the sweetness of a chocolate-covered cherry and then you make a drink from it, that's what this is. And that is the issue with a lot of these. I don't expect a seltzer to be sweet, but these flavors rely on sweetness being present and none of them have it. So it makes it... It borders on medicinal for me. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell by my face. That second sip, just it doubles down. Okay. Hmm. I I don't know about that one. Carrie says delicious. She's she's getting another sip. What is going on? Wait till you get the second sip. The first one I was like, maybe. Second one I was like, hmm. Will the third one change my mind? The last thing that uh, we're going to be sampling tonight is chocolate-covered divorce papers with her taste. (laughs) Cinnamon divorce papers. Okay, third one one mellows out a little bit. Okay, I'm going to take one more sip just because I think I must be crazy. Adam is shaking his head in disgust. I don't know that it makes it better, but it it definitely... It's a different taste. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to have four Bud Light seltzers in my in my uh, pantry for a long time that I'm never yeah. going to drink. I'm going to try to pawn these off uh, to my neighbors <laughs> and then apologize, I guess, n- n- not, not be friends with them anymore. You're like, why are you throwing all your snow into my driveway? Jared, are you giving this a scope nope or a scope dope? Um, This is a nope. This is a nope. I, I but, think, I think on the, but barely, barely. Uh, no, I don't know about barely. I think on the nose it's a success. In the mouth it's not. That's what she said. Uh, yeah. Adam, and honestly, the... if you can't drink it, why are you even? Why are we even here? Yeah. Adam? No, I don't. It's not good. <laughs> Adam's done. He's out. I'm, well, I'm realizing it's ten o'clock and we're about to have caffeine. So. Well, you don't have to drink a lot. But guess you know, what? We've got one more seltzer before we get to the grand finale. Yeah. I'm gonna hold it up here. I don't know what this is even gonna taste like. I've never had one of these. <laughs> this is Bud Light seltzer. Sugar plum edition. Sugar plum. Have you any of you ever had a sugar plum? Uh, when you built your time machine so. and went back to 1885 and had a sweet? No. Cold fermented cane sugar. Right, I don't taste ready? any cane sugar in this. I'm cracking it open. I like the way this smells. Um, it's. I guess it smells like what I think plum would smell like. Sugar plum. Oh, what does that smell like? It smells it's like a, blue, a candle. It smells like, like a sugar plum candle. Blue raspberry. So yeah. like blue raspberry blow pops. There you go. Yeah, yeah it's definitely, definitely in that family. Delicious. There's a in that raspberry world. It's like a Bath and Body Works lotion. It is like a Bath and Body Works lotion. No, oof, that's oh. the worst one, guys. Oh boy, I like just smelling it. It's it's it's. I feel like I'm going to be eating a scratch and sniff sticker. Ooh, that's okay. Ooh. Let me try a little bit. Holy crap! I like the first one. No, no way. Oh my god. That's not that bad. Ugh. This might be my favorite of the bunch. Jared really? loves it. Carrie loves it. I think it's good. It's better than any bubbly, you know. Carrie, you're it. giving it thumbs up. Yeah. Carrie gives it thumbs up. Scope dope. Way better than the Adam, you're a scope nope, right? No. No. Heavy that's, scope nope. I think that's the worst. I think it's the worst one. The worst. No. Jared? Sugar plum's the best of the four. Jared, scope dope then. Easy. Easily. Easy scope wow. dope. What is scope dope? Me and Jared are going to share one. Jeez Louise, well... Hell yeah, that's the best of the bunch. Okay, well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is the moment I have been waiting for for two weeks. When I heard about this, I I sought it out, I found it, 
I said, Adam, you got to find it. He didn't initially find it, but now he did. Uh, here's a little tidbit. When I was grocery shopping today, mm-hmm. I saw this in a 12-pack. You can get a 12-pack of this. So we have more than one. I'm going to show it to you now. Uh, I always say we need more sodas with brown labels, <laughs> brown fonts. It is Mountain Dew Ginger Snapped. Ginger Snapped. And there's some crazy gingerbread men. This sort of completes our journey of gingerbread because we've had a lot of it in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. This guy here has an eye patch. Let's crack it open. Pirates are hot. Right? <laughs> so we talked open. about Shane, Shane and I talked about this a couple days ago. No. About what our <laughs> expectations were for this, whether or that, not it was going to be ginger forward, or if we're going to get a bread component. Smell oh, is this is insane! Awful. Smell. Oh, in, whoa! It's like citrus and gingerbread together. It smells All like right. Mountain Dew and gingerbread, right? I'm not getting any bread. I'm definitely getting ginger and, yeah, and well, citrus. I I gave myself a healthy pour. Boy, this. Hmm. Did you, you have to take a don't take a drink yet, Adam? No, I don't know how you produce this. Smell that and say, yeah, we should make a whole batch of it. <laughs> With ah, a blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. All right. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. On three. Yeah. One, two, and Hold on. three. Labels out. Labels Happy out. Year. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna. Say, <laughs> I'm gonna say this better than any of the seltzers. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, yeah. Yes, immediately yes. better than any of the seltzers. Well, it's got a bunch look. of sugar in it. You can't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so do the seltzers. They have some. The seltzers sugar don't in have it. that much. Sugar. I'm, drink, I'm drinking more just to figure it out. Yeah, it's. I don't yeah, know. What that's to make good. Of this. It's <laughs> too good. weird for me. It is uh, weird, but it's, it's not terrible. It's good. It's, it's like terrible. we're grading on this curve that like we shouldn't have to. Because it's it's like, it's objectively not good. You you know know? what it sort of tastes like? Like, I disagree. It's good. It has sort of like a fake, like if you have like a a candy cola, like some sort of candy that has a cola flavor, that's sort of what this tastes like to me. Yeah. I don't really get a ton of gingerbread. It's sort of... It's very citrusy. Carrie says it tastes like gingerbread pledge. I'm writing that down. (laughs) Gingerbread pledge. That's good. I couldn't drink this whole bottle because I, I just, I get, it, it's got that um, <laughs> that really syrupy, sweet yeah, flavor yeah. that Mountain Dew has, like full-leaded Mountain Dew has, and I can't, I used to drink it all the time, but I can't anymore um, um, now that I've acclimated to die of Mountain Dew, yeah. um, but it's good. Adam, do you I really drink like, Mountain, I really enjoy that. Adam, do you drink Mountain Dew regularly? No. No, I don't either, so. Just every so, morning, but that's that's about it. Mount, Mountain Dew AM, <laughs> Just right? Just every morning. Yeah, Mountain Dew AM. But I mean, that's, Mount, that's Mountain Dew with extra orange juice. So that's, yeah, that's it's, different. It's, it's healthy. Okay, yeah. so Dumb. my wife says absolutely not on this. Um, I'm going to go to Adam next. Scope, nope, or dope? I'm going to say no. See, here's the thing. Okay. When Reese's has a Christmas tree variety come out, it tastes good. <laughs> when there's a Reese's peanut butter cup Christmas tree, it, it I'm like, yeah, this this tastes great. Why can't everyone make their Christmas variety things taste good? <laughs> Jared, uh, you're you're a heavy scope dope, this am I correct? Dope. This is dope all the way. Okay, Heck yeah. And I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna say this has no right even being as this good. I mean, this should be the most worst. This should be the worst swill we've ever had. 
the fact that it's tolerable. I mean, it's got a brown label. I mean, it literally looks. The label looks like diarrhea. And not like this. It doesn't carry. I don't care if Ripper has a brown label. This label is gross. Um, it's mixing real Mountain Dew flavor and and gingerbread together. I mean, they didn't even. They didn't. They didn't even try to get tricky and just make it ginger flavored, like a ginger beer. This is. They're definitely trying to get some sort of gingerbread in here. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving it a scope dope just because they tried so hard and the audacity of it. it, it this is audacious. This is audacious to the max. So I'm giving it a scope dope. And Carrie is angry at me. <laughs> All right. So let's go back and look at our list. Real quick, I have. Um, um, Go ahead, Jared. I've had an open can of uh, seltzer nog in the fridge for the last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner Angela finally t- tried it, and her uh, her response is, "OMG, the seltzer nog is no bueno." Uh, barfing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> barfing. Well, I mean, it was in there for a week, Jared. I mean, yeah, what do you expect after flat. a week? It's so disgusting. So, looking at our looking at our list, the apple pie toast crunch. Mm-hmm. We all loved it, and then the Werther's cinnamon cinnamon swirl caramels are the winners. Everything else was pretty much peeps, thumbs down, Kit Kats, thumbs down. Sour Patch Kids, Cole, not offensive, but not super exciting. The Little Poop Boy is the only real failure of the night, I yeah. think. The peeps, down with the peeps. It's solid and failure. Then, the liquids are up for debate. Adam and I, Seltzer, we were on the same page with Seltzer, but... Apparently, Jared's I'm, a big I'm just over here pounding boy. him. Look at him go. He can't, he can't. Your lady is not going to get one sip of that. She will. There's still well, a lot left. Looking at the list, I, so we've got. Let's let's go through our big winners: the apple pie toast crunch, Werther's, and then from last week, um, sugar cookie M and M's. What's the best, Adam? Well, I mean, I think. This so I'm guessing gingerbread Oreos was the oh, best. Oh, and the gingerbread Oreos. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's my assumption. Um, yeah, that those are the clear winner um, of the ones I had. You know, I'm gonna say the the apple toast, apple pie toast crunch was okay, Jared? Uh, the clear winner for me. Clear, Jared. For you, what's your? I think for me, top? it's clearly the. Um, I just kept these around for the last week. Uh, the uh, <laughs> you loved them so the much. Gingerbread Oreos are head and shoulders above everything else. I think number two for me is the Werther's. I think that's a really good experience. I think the flavors are on point. I like it. Jared, you and I—you can tell that you and I have known each other a long time because I feel exactly the same way. It's that gingerbread Oreos, which are surprisingly good, and then the Werther's is like a crazy multiple textured caramel experience in your mouth. Uh, those two are the things you must go out and find if you can. Very might be too late. Those it's a struggle. Might, might, be, might too be too late. Whew. Well, boy, oh boy, we sure did it. Scope dope, scope nope, holiday theme edition. 2022 is out. We're done. What will we do next year? Hopefully more of the same. Jared, I love your grooving, Adam. We'll Jared, be back I with- forget. I'm doing statistics. Did you like the sugar cookie M&M's? Yeah, that was last week. Okay, yes, I did. That was that was a that was a positive thumbs up. All right, take a break. We'll be back with uh, coming soon and the end of the year wrap up right after this.
listening, you're listening, you're listening to the scope. Under the scope. Yes, indeed, it's under the scope, and it is our last coming soon for 2021. Maybe this is for 2022. I don't know. It's confusing, Adam. Hi, I'm doing some statistics over here. Yeah, Adam is a, Adam is doing our scope nope or scope dope in. You should turn this into a, a TikTok series because I hear Excel stuff on TikTok does really well. Uh, in true Adam fashion, I had the fewest amounts of yeses. I did also have the fewest amounts of things that I tried. Um, yes, but you would have uh, you would have absolutely had a yes with that gingerbread Oreos. Right. right. Let's just call this a five. And that um, Sour Patch Kids, you might have given that a yes. I like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're right. That's true. I probably would have been at, at around a six. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm going to stop sharing so you don't know how I do all the secret uh, formulations of uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big fanboy. I see I'm a big fanboy for things. I was also uh, 50-50 on the seltzers. Interesting. Okay. I'm glad somebody was keeping track because I certainly wasn't. I've got a whole list right here myself, but I just do checks and X's. I'm, there's no statistics here. Hmm. Well, that's why Adam's superior. Okay. Adam, um, what do we yeah. got? There's probably a very <laughs> short list today. Yeah, very short. Um, movies there's see so this is coming out the 27th this weekend january uh first starts on saturday and uh, there's a movie coming out called amityville karen which i hope is a horror movie where a karen haunts a house in amityville new york i got the novelization jared's got it right there right there leather bound nice um, now I don't know when the next, um, episode we're going to record is. I'm going to guess it's going to be not for a few weeks. So I'll just mention we have the reboot of scream. In oh, a few yes. weeks. Yep. Um, uh, C- uh, Peter Dinklage is, uh, in, uh, Cyrano, a uh, Cyrano de Berger. Ber- oh no. You know, C- Cyrano. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah. Cyrano, Cyrano de, Bergerac? de Bergerac. Yeah. Uh, movie. You want to give it another go? No. I, I, everyone understands what I'm saying. Uh, right. So those things are coming, and Morbius comes out at the end of January. You know, end of January release is always thought to be uh, when you drop the the best movies. So yeah, I mean, really yeah, push the Marvel goes. universe forward with that one. Yeah, um, albums we've got releases by RuPaul, Saweetie, uh, the Wombats. I like the Wombats. They've played a yeah. few uh, cuts off that new album already on uh, Sirius Elvis XM. Costello, Earl Sweatshirt. The Lumineers. So, you know, there's some album, albums are coming out again. And video games. Um, no, no video games. Nothing of note. <laughs> no. Nothing of note. That's what um, I used to I write. I will say that um, at the beginning of February, middle of February, is when Horizon Forbidden West comes out. So that's oh. kind of the first, uh, you know, big, big new game of the year. Um, there's, you know, a bunch of other small ones, but that's kind of the start of that. Cause then destiny expansion comes out after that. Um, Elden ring comes out after that. Uh, if you're a big souls, ish fan, um, and you know, Gran Turismo video games, guys, Adam, what, out. what color, um, PlayStation five cover are you going to buy? It's a good question. So I Thank did you. get a black controller when uh, they first released the, the new colors. Um, so I was like, maybe I'll get a black one. Uh, Cause then the whole thing would be black. Um, That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Murdered too. out. Black yeah. would be cool. Very goth. 
Um, Although the so blue Wesley was kind of cool too, right? The, I thought the blue looked cool too. They didn't release pricing on those, did they? Yeah, I think dark plates. I think they're Devo. like fifty-five to sixty dollars for those covers. Feels like a stupid use of money. So yeah. I, I don't know. I probably won't really buy them. But if I were going to, maybe it would be, it'd be a black the the black ones just Ditto. to match my my black controller. But then I was like, well, maybe I need to buy a new controller. So I'll get yeah. one the, the blue one to match. And then I'm like, I'm the only one that ever played this that will probably ever play it. But then, <laughs> but then, but then I thought, game of the year at the game awards. It Takes Two is a co-op game that hmm. is like easy co-op, you know? Maybe Mandy would want to play that with me. I don't know. But then it's like, oh, it's a story about divorce. Ooh. Ooh. Let's play that. <laughs> don't want to yeah. put ideas in her head. Feels like yeah, it's a jinx, you know? Don't do that. Yep. Well, good talk. That's it, yep. right? Yep. Well, Jared, let's wrap this up. 2021 behind us. 2022 ahead. Under the scope. Okay, Mr. Seltzer. Mr. Sugarplum. It's good. <laughs> I like it. You sound like Clark W. Griswold drinking eggnog. He goes, it's good, it's good. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I should probably do that at some point. You probably watch it every year, don't you? I've, I've already watched it. Yep. There you go. This season. Not much to say this uh, this time around. It's the end of the year. No comments. Everyone is uh, in a coma from eating all of their holiday treats, much like we will be shortly. Uh, if you have any comments, and your name is not Ken, because Ken, we've heard enough. Ken, we get it. You like us. Comments at thescopeshow.com is the email. Voicemail, 612-21-SCOPE. That is 612-217-2673. Punch that into your new uh, phone you just got under the Christmas tree. Do it. Put it in the first number, number one slot, right? You know how you got the, the the nine quick dials from the keypad, right? Number one. They still do that? Is that still a thing? That's, yeah. <clears throat> Jared, Jared, sometimes you <clears throat> have a delivery that's reminiscent of Jane Lynch. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I've never been called Jane Lynchian before. I like no, it. No, just your, like, your podcasting voice is, there's a calmness to it, and there's fantastic breaks in speech, and I love it. I absolutely I like, love I like it. to have fun. I like to have fun. You really do. Uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter. Social media? What is that? Media. <laughs> media. I'm sorry, I did not enunciate enough for you. Would you like me to say it again? There's about three accents yeah. in there. Um, <laughs> uh, Let's look at our strange. website. Website, uh, thescopeshow.com is the website. You can also see a link to our YouTube channel where you can watch us eat snacks. You don't just have to listen to the yep. mouth sounds. You can see us make the mouth sounds. Uh, on camera, youtube.com slash the scope show. If, if there were two shows to watch us rather than yep. listen to us, these would be it. There you go. And uh, you can also see the uh, beautiful the setup. Adams is sharing a, a photo. I'm doing this for the uh, uh, accessibility crowd. And you can see um, my absolutely terrible posture right there. Look at that. You can see zooms. Oh, that's an interesting. I never considered doing that layout, Adam. That's clever. Where you stretch it out wide and you get us all horizontal. Oh. Yeah. I just got a regular old 16 by 9 rectangle. All right. That way, whoever like I'm this. looking at, like uh, it's cl- my eyes are still close to the camera, it feels like. You. You're, you're a pioneer, is what you I are. I try. I like that. I try. You got some Logitech tech, tech accessories there. It's got a whole lineup of treats. You can mm. see them all. I have to clean all, all right. of this up now. Great. Ditto. Yeah. All right. YouTube.com slash The Scope Show. If you'd like to support the show, uh, Patreon.com slash The Scope Show is the place to go. Um, you can join our legion of fans, and by legion, I'm being very generous with that uh, phrase. Uh, but there, we have a few. 
So uh, sign up. Be a friend. Help support the show. These treats aren't free. Web hosting isn't free. Um, I spent eight bucks on that backdrop. That's not free. Oh, you thought it was real? No, that's... I didn't build a bookshelf since the last time we met. Put up a 7x5 digital print from Amazon. That's what I did. It's a pipe from Amazon, or from Menards down the street. It's homebrew. Will there be different backdrops, Jared? I could do that. There are, there are a lot of 7x5 options. I could be in a coffee shop. I could I be in that. a high-rise office building. I, I could that. be on the bridge of a spaceship. I would love that. Maybe. Maybe I'll change it up in the new year. I wanted a bookshelf to start. Well, you there look you learned. That's the thing. Yeah. It's all over. You look learned. All right, back to you. Wow. Well, you know, this is the, the last thing that I'm going to be able to say to you and to our listeners, our viewers, in the year 2021. I hope it treated everyone as kindly as it could, given all the stuff that we went through, and I certainly hope the same for 2022. We do not know what's coming, but I do wish peace and happiness and joy. A storm. I, I heard I heard it's a storm. A storm is a brewing. And, Quiet and storms. We better look out. But yeah, I, I really do hope that uh, 2022 tweet, tweet treats us all well, and uh, there's nothing but positivity coming our way. Which is Get out the boat! But yeah, get out there and help save our country. That's what I would say. Help save our country. Save yourself. Be healthy. Be smart. Be safe. Yeah, love one another. Blah 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 blah. So let's wrap it up. Boom. I don't want it to end, Shane. <laughs> Doesn't want it to end. Jared, you gotta do it. All right. All right. So for Jared Adam, I am Shane. Thank you for listening and watching, and we will be back in the new year with more scope. Till then, bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying... Ah, uh, your scope shot. Tune in joke. next time <laughs> to another terrific edition of The Scope. scope.